Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 71, Non-Fear-Based Decision-Making. I've been talking about this topic a lot lately because a few weeks ago, someone I know in recovery who has about two and a half years was telling me how every fucking decision they ever made their entire life before recovery was based in fear. And what's happening now in their life is that the rate at which they're making non-fear-based decisions is increasing. And at the same time, they're starting to experience the effects of having made decisions that were not based in fear over the last couple of years. And those effects are also accelerating. So this is a really exciting point in their life and in their recovery. And they're loving how things are changing and astonished at how different their life is as a result of not reacting all the time and now making actual choices about their life based on what they want, not based on what they're afraid might happen and trying to avoid that. What I said to this person is that the way they described that really resonated with me, but I would never use those words to describe my experience. What I say is I was mired in fear before recovery. I didn't know that I was mired in fear until the fear was gone. And I can see now that, yeah, I was totally immersed in fear and that much of that fear had to do with other people and specifically that they wouldn't like me or they'd disapprove of me in some way. Thus, I was a codependent, people-pleasing kind of person, among other things. And it's been really amazing to move away from making decisions based entirely on fear, to actually think through, if I could have whatever I wanted, what would that be? Or if I could do whatever I wanted, what would that be? And it's been really fantastic to choose the life I want rather than being reactive and fear-based. I watched a video the other day that helped me understand this better. When we're making decisions based in fear, we're in fight or flight mode, which means we're in what I call our lizard brain, acting almost by instinct, except that it's not actually instinct. It's deep programming into our subconscious mind that has been programmed into us since we were little. When we get to the point where we're not making decisions based in fear anymore, that means we're making decisions using our frontal lobe or what some people call the human part of our brain, which means we're able to actually use our intellect to make actual choices about how to live our life, to think through options. When I think about how this transition happened for me, it's hard to pinpoint any one particular thing that caused me to move away from fear-based decision-making. It's all the parts of recovery together. Part of it, for sure, was cleaning up the wreckage of the past. And part of it is learning a whole new set of skills and tools. 
I now have an entire tool shed of tools with which to handle life that I didn't have before recovery. Just as a reminder, my three most important tools of recovery are one, pausing, two, reaching out, that could be either to another human or to my higher power, and three, keeping the focus on me. I have podcast episodes on each one of those different tools. Those are episodes eight, nine, and 10, if you want to hear the details about each of them. But those three tools and many more are a large part of how I've become able to make decisions that are not based on fear. One thing to understand about how your brain works is that, as most of you probably know, your life is run primarily by your subconscious mind. And the thing about your subconscious mind is it only knows the past. Only things that have already happened exist in the subconscious mind. The future doesn't exist in your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind equates the unknown with the unsafe. It thinks anything it doesn't know, hasn't experienced before, is unsafe. And it will do everything it can to avoid things it perceives as unsafe. So when you make a decision with your conscious mind to do something different, it feels scary to your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind will actually sabotage you And then it will try to convince your conscious mind to agree with whatever reason it creates to break your word to yourself about the new things you're trying to do. David Neagle talks about having to break through what he calls the terror barrier. This is the barrier we face when trying to make changes in our lives. And he says the only way to break through the terror barrier is to completely reestablish a new pattern. You have to get a new result to show your subconscious mind this will not be harmful. This is where the strategy often employed in recovery known as act as if comes into play. To act as if you do the new behavior. For example, if you're afraid to set a boundary with someone, you act as if you are someone who has good boundaries. You do the behaviors that people who have good boundaries do. Once you act as if, you get a new experience that your subconscious mind logs as now familiar. That new behavior becomes easier the more you act as if. This is because your subconscious brain is now on board. It knows, I didn't die from that new thing. One of the things that I said many times after setting new boundaries and other new behaviors in recovery was, I didn't die. I said it with all seriousness because before doing the new behavior, I felt like I was going to die. So I told myself out loud, I didn't die to remind myself I didn't die. And I didn't understand why that was so important at the time, but now I do. I was telling my conscious and subconscious mind, I didn't die. If you'd like some help with this notion of acting as if, listen to episode 25 in which I cover that. Now, another thing David Neagle mentioned is that once you go through this process and show your subconscious mind a new experience that didn't kill you, you can unpack your sabotage strategy. 
This is the ways in which you've sabotaged yourself in the past when trying to do new behaviors. You can set up a plan to overcome your sabotage strategy. This plan, coupled with acting as if, will help reinforce in your subconscious mind to solidify this new behavior as safe. Here's an anecdote I'd like to share to illustrate this concept of moving away from fear-based decision-making in my own life. I worked for 19 years at Yale University. I got paid pretty well, and I had absolutely fantastic benefits. And that was the thing that was important to me. I wanted security, and I assumed that it came in the form of a good salary and benefits. I had that form of security for many years at Yale, but I didn't have whatever the feeling was that I thought I was going to get from having that security. Even though I had the financial security and the insurance coverage and the vacation time and the retirement fund that came along with the salary, I didn't have the feeling of security that I assumed those things would bring. To be honest, I didn't even really realize at the time that I didn't have that feeling of security. I can only see it now in looking back, and that's because I now have the security I was looking for then. And where it comes from is my higher power, not from something in the material world. I have a relationship with my higher power where when something happens, I know that I don't have to fix it. I don't have to come up with an answer. I hand it over. And I know that my higher power is going to take care of the situation. I understand now that something may seem like it's happening to me, but what I've learned as a spiritual person in recovery is that things are happening for me. It might might not look like it in the moment, but when I look back over the course of my life and the things that have seemed the absolute worst, well, they've actually led to some of those amazing, incredible changes in my life. So when I stopped making decisions about I was afraid I wasn't going to be secure and started making decisions, how do I want to live my life? I got to the place where I had the security I was looking for. I hope that this will be helpful to you in moving away from fear-based decision-making so you can begin to have a life that's one you're choosing so you can be happy, joyous, and free. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net or you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.